0: Cornucopia Radio presents The
1: Visit by Paul Kenny.
2: Are you?
0: Not bad, Mum. Please don't, Mum.
2: Sorry. It doesn't help, I know. It's just seeing you in here. You look so lonely and vulnerable.
0: I deserve to be here, remember? You said so yourself in the cells at court.
2: I was in shock, Tony. You would said you were not guilty for nearly a year. I believed you. I couldn't believe you. You dragged that poor girl to court after what you'd already done to her.
0: That's why I changed my plea. I couldn't do it to her. Though it was nothing like they said. I didn't do half of those things. I was drunk. It got out of hand. I wasn't the monster they made me out to be.
2: Monster? You were my little angel. My beautiful little angel. Where? Are you eating? Not really. I heard they spit in it.
0: No, they don't, Mum. It's just dreadful, that's all.
2: Well, you've got to eat, Tony. For
0: God's sake, Mum. I'm going to be in here for at least two years. You're going to have to let me look after myself now. So, how has it been for you since court and me being in the papers?
2: Not, not bad, really. It soon died down.
0: What do you mean, it soon died down? What died down? It was nothing. Mum, going to be doing this for a while. I'll be in here worrying about you and you'll be out there worrying about me. We've got to be honest with each other. Promise each other to tell the truth. If we do that, then at least when we say things are relatively okay, we can believe each other. Mum? What do you say? You want to go first?
2: I had a visit from her father. What? It was nothing. All hot air in the garden. Police came and took him away. Christ knows who called them. As if it hasn't been embarrassing enough. Shit.
0: Only Dad was still around.
2: Oh, good God, no. For the first time in ten years, I'm actually relieved he's not here anymore. He would have been disgusted with you.
0: I know he would, Mum.
2: You said be honest, Tony. Yeah. Work would have been a nightmare for him. His world was much bigger than mine. Apart from your Aunt Mary when she was alive and a handful of neighbours, my world revolved around you and your dad.
0: What have the neighbours been like?
2: Oh, they're all experts on prison life, apparently. It was Alice who told me about the spitting. Her son saw it on the telly. Anyway... Your turn.
0: I was spat on and punched when I first got on the wing. Punched? It was nothing. Didn't really connect. Even the screws have a go at you. Screws? Prison officers. They moved me to the VP wing.
2: You've lost me again.
0: Vulnerable prisoners.
2: Christ, it's another language.
0: It's for those that owe money. Have mental health problems and.
2: Paedophiles?
0: I'm not a paedophile, Mother. She wasn't a little girl I lured into my house with the promise of sweets and puppy dogs. She's
2: a child, Tony. A schoolgirl. At your school. Growing up and impressionable. Flattered by the attention of a grown man.
0: I didn't force her.
2: You're an adult, Tony. That's why you should have protected her from herself. She was in your care.
0: Please don't shout, Mum.
2: You were in a position of trust and you abused that trust.
0: You sound like the prosecution, Mum.
2: Facts are facts, Tony. How could you? How could you behave like that? After all your father and I did for you. How could you? You you
0: nons? That's what they call us. A nonsense case.
2: ''Well, it doesn't make sense, Tony. Not to me it doesn't. None of this does. You had girlfriends. Women your own age.''
0: It's okay. There's no spit in them. They're from the machine.
2: Thanks. So, what will you do with yourself?
0: There's talk of me working in the library. That's where they tend to put you if you've got half a brain cell. It's very popular though. So I might have to stay on gardening for a while. At least it gets me out in the open. When you're focusing on a job with a warm breeze on the back of your neck and you can hear the birds singing, you forget where you are for a while.
2: You used to help your dad in the garden when you were about five at the old house.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't let me near his prized roses, though. I've thought about him a lot whilst gardening. Remembering some of the things he taught me. It's surprising what went in. Even though it was years ago and I was only a kid.
2: I can still picture you both together. He was always so calm and relaxed in the garden. Had so much more time for you. So patient.
0: Can't imagine him sitting in here though. Like he said... He would have been disgusted.
2: But you could me. What? Imagine me sitting in this place. You sent me a visiting order within days of getting here, assuming I'd come.
0: I suppose I did take it for granted, Mum. Sorry. What was your journey like?
2: Up at six, two buses, train and a taxi. At times like this I wish I'd ignored your father and learned to drive.
0: I'll send you some money when I can. I
2: don't want your money, Tony. You asked me about my journey and I'm just telling you that's all. (sighs) So what about afterwards? When you get out? Have you thought about what you might do then?
0: Christ, I don't know. I'm just going to try and take one day at a time. And all being well. One day I'll look up and be at the gates. I can access what there is of my pension, and I'll have to live on that on my savings until something comes up. I've always wanted to write. I was going to want to buy a book written by a nonce. I could always use a pseudonym, I suppose.
2: Just listen to yourself, Tony. You're sitting in prison, having ruined I don't know how many lives. And all you can find to worry about is having to write a book under a bloody pen name. It's just an
0: idea. Something to get me through this and beyond. It's not easy for me.
2: Does your ego know? No bounds. It's all about you, isn't it? She wasn't the only one who was flattered, was she?
0: What's that supposed to mean? You
2: were just as flattered as she was, weren't you? Flattered by the attention of a girl finding her feet in the world, celebrating a new body in a low-cut top.
0: You're making a scene,
2: Mum. That revealing top your barrister made such an issue of, it wasn't for you. It was for her, you idiot! You're pathetic!
0: Mum, please. I need your support. I can't get through this on my own.
2: Two minutes, everyone, please. Don't think I can do this, Tony.
0: What do you mean? You're not going to visit
2: anymore? This is of your making, Tony. I had it thrown in my lap. You're my mother. And I've been wiping your backside and holding your hand for far too long, son. Like you said, I'm going to have to let you look after yourself now.
0: Can visitors start to make their way to the exits,
1: please? Thank you.
2: Instead of wrapping you in cotton wool and stroking your bloody ego. That's what she did, isn't it? Stroked your pathetic ego. You, you, you. Well, it's time for some tough love, Tony. I should have done it years ago, and then this might not have happened.
0: It isn't your fault, Mum.
2: Oh, no. It isn't my fault. My son gets his kicks having sex with schoolgirls. But it's my fault he's nothing more than a spoilt brat. Mum,
0: don't do this.
2: I'll <sighs> write, Tony. Visit every couple of months or so.
0: Mum, please.
1: Time, please.
2: I hope you make the most of your time in here, son. I really do.
0: Mum. Mum, Mum,
1: The Visit starred Caroline and Toby Cooper. It was written by Paul Kenny. The music track Train was recorded by Renate Reynolds
0: it was directed and edited by Peter Beeston
1: Copyright 2010 to Cornucopia Productions.